Lily. Lily, are you okay? You know, I feel so depressed and so down, like, like I feel heavy, I feel tired, and, and my thoughts are so dark. Where is your medication, Lily? That's the thing, I can't find it. I, I think someone must have taken it. And whoever took my antidepressants, I'm sure that they're very happy now. Well, at least someone is happy. Maybe I should go find them and make them miserable. You have no entertainment value when you're like this. Oh, shush, Shadow. Lily, tell me about your feelings. I don't know. I feel numb. It's more, it's, it's more negative thoughts in my head. Like, really bad voices. It's just like, circulating. Lily, it's normal to have negative thoughts sometimes. We all have them periodically. But this feels different. It, it just gets worse. Okay, Lily. So tell me more about it, please. Well, I have a negative thought and, and then it spirals into another negative thought. And I, and, I, and I always feel that the worst case scenario will happen. I feel... And I, and I feel compelled to stay focused on it. You do know that neuroscience shows that negative thoughts and environmental triggers impacts bigger responses in the brain than positive ones, right? That is why you get stuck in these pity parties, Lily. Oh, so that's why I remember and think of bad times more than good times, even when... The positive memories are so powerful, sometimes even more powerful than the negative ones. Well, I'll be damned. You actually got it. Congratulations. Lily, firstly, I am very proud of you and you're doing great. And you're thinking outside of the box, which is good. We can find more answers there. Yeah, just make sure you don't get lost. Oh, are you okay, Lily? Oh, yes, Lloyd. I just got lost in thought. Oh, it must have been unfamiliar territory. Oh, I feel like I'm diagonally parked in a parallel universe. Right? That's because light travels faster than sound. And that is why Lily appears bright until you hear her speak. Tinkerbell. Stop it, Shadow. We are meant to guide her. No, you are. I am her shadow. I think this one is for Yvette. We can't seem to agree on anything. All right, so let's talk a little bit about negative thinking because this is a, I mean, this is something that we all struggle with. This is not a one isolated, one man island type of issue. I mean, even if you think your life is going great, sure, but you still have negative thoughts and sometimes it can give you a bit of a kick up your ass and it can actually really ruin your day. Because when we have, for example, just one thought that's negative, right? Sometimes we consciously or subconsciously energize that thought. Now, how do we do it subconsciously? Well, you might have had a dream the night before. Maybe you had an argument the day before that you forgot about. But the emotional remnants 
of that experience continues to kind of like linger. And these emotional experiences can actually trigger more subconscious memories that you biochemically react to, but you might not necessarily actually remember the actual memory, which is called an explicit, in, implicit memory. Now, when we look at this, for example, these emotions that's coming up, you feel them and we try to relate to them. And sometimes it can trigger a fantasy thought or it can trigger an actual thought from a memory that you had. Sometimes in most cases, if you don't remember what the memory is, this is now where it can get a little bit dangerous because then we can actually reminisce something up during our daydreaming thoughts and know that you've had sometimes a lot of really weird thoughts. You're like, oh my God, where did that thought just come from? How weird is that? That's how the subconscious mind can start to work and process our thoughts and emotions as well. And that one thought can start to spiral because we have over, I mean, over 90,000 thoughts a day. Conscious and subconscious, but then 75,000 of those thoughts of the prior days repeated the next day. So which thoughts do you think is going to be repeated? The dominant negative ones, because that's just how we're wired, right? We always co connect and we're mostly drawn to the negative times, because if we had been drawn to the positive times, we wouldn't have all this depression and negative thinking and self-worth issues and all this drama and conundrums that we have to deal with, right? I'm sure you've also noticed it's much easier to look at back on your life. And if I asked you right now, tell me about your history. How is your life? We gravitate to the bad times first. We don't go straight to the good times first, right? That's a great example right there, right off the bat already. Live example, just for you. So when we look now at this door says now we're being repeated the next day. It can already show you how fast a thought can become wired because if we get stuck on that negative thought, it becomes part of our cognitive patterning, right? And then, of course, what happens is our RIS, which is the reticular activating system, then starts to filter in more of the way that the emotional thought, but the thought actually makes you feel emotionally, right? So we filter more in of that because the RIS focuses on what you focus on. So if you think I feel unworthy, I'm unworthy. Now we're going to filter in everyone and people and circumstances. They're going to make you feel even more unworthy. You're not going to notice how beautiful the sun is. You're not going to notice how much these kids are playing and laughing and having fun and how confident they're feeling. You're not going to see the success that you are achieving. You're not going to see the love that you have around you. Why? Because you're not filtering it in. Why? Because your focus is not there. Right. So now that this is the important part. Your focus can be there consciously or subconsciously. We don't always realize how powerful the subconscious mind is. I mean, if it wasn't so powerful, then you'd be able to change a negative thought like that. But it doesn't work that way. And I'm sure that you've noticed that as well. So when we have that negative thought, what exasperates it is that the subconscious mind digs into the old memories. How do we emotionally relate to this thought that you're having? Ah, it triggers all these old memories from certain events that might be completely unrelated to how you feel, but the emotional resonance is the same. And now we feel this biochemical response. We have this visceral response to old memories that we don't even remember because of just one thought, right? We're still by, we're still on just one thought. All triggered and the nervous system gets, you know, triggered and the reservative system is not regulating itself. You're feeling stress. It's not shaking off the cortisol and the adrenaline that could potentially have triggered as well, especially if you hit a memory that, you know, really strongly connected to the fight and flight response. Hello, anxiety, because there's so much going on. The body's overwhelmed. We don't take action like our ancestors did when there's a stress response, they would run or, you know, they would actually take a physical action to exert the stress and the energy. We don't do that anymore. So where's all this toxic, you know, hormones going? It becomes stuck. And then we're like, shit, why do I have anxiety? What just happened? Really? That's what happened. 
And the end result, we make fear-based responses and we make fear-based decisions and our future keeps being polluted with something that happened in the past that's just not even real. But look how we keep it alive without realizing it. So guys, there you have it. I do hope that this helps and the example of the Namaste base. Until next time, see you guys.